Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale, and thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We've been looking at lately at uh, some scripture related uh, to answering some questions that the disciples had asked of Jesus. And let me just bring us back to a little point of memory right here. Remember, they'd come to him and they said, when will these things occur and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And then Jesus started answering those questions. And that's what we call the quote-unquote Olivet Discourse because he was sitting on the Mount of Olives. And in Matthew, it, it covers two chapters, 24 and 25, his answers. And so we're chasing some cross-references of late around, particularly out of the book of Revelation. And if you remember, we went to Revelation chapter 6. Let me just remind you again. The Lamb, who is the Lord Jesus Christ, now has the scroll. He has a document in his hand, and he's opening the document. The document had been sealed with seven seals. And so he would break the first seal, then he'd hear a voice of a living creature that would say, Come, and a horse would come out. And that was a white horse, and he broke the second seal. And the second living creature cried forth, Come! And a red horse came out. Then he broke the third seal. And a third living creature cries out, Come! And a black horse comes out. And then he broke the fourth seal. And then the fourth living creature cried out, Come! And out came an ashen horse. And we saw how these are all pictures of various things that are going to happen in the 70th week of Daniel, the last seven-year time period. Uh, that we see before the Lord comes. I'll put it that way. And uh, I, I don't even like using that phrase, before the Lord comes, but I'll just, uh, uh, how about if I say before the kingdom is totally uh, reclaimed by the Lord, okay? It's that type of thing. So and next thing we see is the lamb breaks the fifth seal. And all of a sudden John looks up and he sees underneath an altar uh, the souls of people that had been killed because of the word of God and because of the testimony which they maintained. And we see that happen today, and it's going to happen even more so in days yet to come, that those who have a testimony, okay, who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, they will be killed because of their testimony and because of the Word of God. And they're literally crying out, how long, O Lord, how long until you judge and avenge what's happened to us? And he tells them how long. He says, it's going to be more of y'all that will die, but then it will occur. Then the Lord breaks the sixth seal, and that's the reason we really were doing this cross-reference out of Matthew 24, because we see these cosmic disturbances. When Jesus breaks this seal, there's a great earthquake, and the sun becomes as black, uh, black as sackcloth is how it's said. The whole moon becomes like blood, and the stars fall from the sky. And then the sky is split apart like a scroll when it's rolled up. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? That it's literally like being rolled up in every mountain and every island is moved out of their places. And the whole world sees this thing, and the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders, the rich and the strong and the slave and the free men, they all hide themselves in caves, and they hide among the rocks of the mountains. And the reason is they see what's about to happen. They literally cry out and say, Fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne, from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand it? So we literally have the uh, 
uh, the verification here in the sixth chapter of Revelation that this is the beginning of the day of the Lord, God's wrath being poured out upon unbelieving mankind. Then in Revelation 7, we saw how four angels that were holding uh, back the corners of the earth, holding back the four winds, uh, were told to do some things. And the bottom line is, they said, don't harm the earth, don't harm the sea, wait until the bondservants of God are sealed. And then there's 144,000 that are sealed, 12,000 from each tribe. And you can imagine, and you've heard it yourself through the years, how that is <laughs> taught, how it's misinterpreted, et cetera, et cetera. But then in Revelation 7, verse 9, and this is where we left off on the last time together, it says this, after these things, so after the breaking of the six seals, but remember there's seven seals, so the document's not totally open yet. After these things, I looked. So it's after the warning, we've got to seal these 144,000. John looks and behold, a great multitude, which no one could count from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palm branches were in their hands. And they cry out with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. I think those two verses right there, Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 and 10, are a picture of the raptured church. I believe that the Lord comes and snatches away his church with that opening of the sixth seal. When you see all these cosmic disturbances, that's the reason Luke says, when you see these things, lift up your head, your redemption draweth not. All this stuff is happening. The earth is shaking. Man is crying out for the mountains to fall in because they see the Lord God sitting on the throne and they see the Lamb of God about to come in wrath. And then the next thing you see is John is looking over and he sees this multitude which no one can count. And look how they're described. They're standing before the throne. They're before the Lamb clothed in white robes. That's always a, a sign of purity and a sign of righteousness and a sign of holiness. And they have palm branches in their hands. Okay, I mean, and it echoes back to the, you know, what they did when the Lord came in and what we call the triumphant Sunday type of thing into Jerusalem. And they're crying out, salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Now, some people say, well, that must have been angels and stuff. No, 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 because he says, from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues. These are people who were not there, and then the next moment you know, they are there. So I believe that the church is raptured at the, uh, the point of the sixth seal being broken there and the, all the stuff you see, the cosmic disturbances. Verses 11 and 12 say this of Revelation 7. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor, power and might be to our God forever and ever. Now, John is sort of curious about this, and in our next time together, we'll pick up right here because uh, we don't have time to get into it right now because he's wondering what is, what is happening here. But what you see is you see these that are from every tribe, every tongue, and you also see the angels and the elders and the four living creatures falling before the throne of God and worshiping him and declaring 
and given a thanksgiving and honor and power and might, and God is all glory and all wisdom. I believe it's because they're seeing step by step the Lord bringing everything to fruition. Here is the body of Christ, those who believe in heaven before him, even as he told us that we would be. And this does occur before the wrath of God is poured out. I tell you what, my time's up, but the next episode we'll pick up right here and you'll see uh, what happens with John, okay? Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.